Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Well, yes, we do talk about songs, but today we're doing even more. That's right, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of Mark and Sarah Quiz About Songs, the pop music game show created by the folks at Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs. I'm your co-host, Mark Blankenship, and I am joined by the songtacular Sarah D. Bunting. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Now, Sarah, you might know that the new fun anagram that we're using for this show is Mass Gas. I, the, I do know that, like strangely enough. Yes. <laughs> And I'm pleased to let you know, listeners, that on every episode of Mask Ass, three of our Patreon patrons will see just how much they know about pop songs. In every round, we'll play them short clips of hot hits, and they'll have to identify both the song and the artists. There are three rounds, and each round is harder than the one before. And let me just give you a little preview. I um, was the one who created this particular game, and I realized that the third round was, in fact, too hard. So <laughs> there is a there is a ghost version of this game where the third round is just people's hair falling out. But I, <laughs> we'll we'll just we'll just hold that in our hearts. Um, so I want to make sure that you all know that the theme of today's game is the hits of 1991. That is the year that I was both 12 and 13, which means it's the year where I feel the most affinity for pop music. All of these songs, um, all of these songs are from Billboard's year-end list of 1991's most popular hits. So they weren't just flashes in the musical pan. They were big enough to make the final countdown for the entire year. Oh my God, has there ever been a greater year for pop music? If you think there has been, I don't want to hear about it. Not today. So I want to now Bye. also... <laughs> Sarah, well, Sarah, you can let me know, but I'll tell you what, you can let me know privately and um, you can break it to me gently, which mm-hmm. is another song from and a different And then I can year. fire myself. Got it. <laughs> exactly. Well, let me now introduce you to our fantastic contestants. First up, we have the man who calls himself the tallest man in folk rock. It's Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello. How are you doing today? Now, Dan, how did you come to acquire the name the tallest man in folk rock um because i play music and it usually tends to be folk rock and i'm six foot eight so oh (laughs) so i don't know if there's anyone taller i don't know that's kind of obscure (laughs) read between the lines come on (laughs) i'm not sure that i get it is this like uh romantic poetry probably (laughs) um next up we have the duchess of Britpop. it's cat hello cat now, Kat, how did you come by the name the Duchess of Britpop? Um, well, it was Duchess was a um, nickname given to me in college on my college rowing team, my crew team, and um, it's a nickname that has to do with my last nickname. And Britpop is my favorite genre of music, so you know. And is there a particular Britpop act that uh, stokes your fire? Oh boy, I really love Spandau Ballet. Mm, I know this much is true. Um, yes. <laughs> right, should we ask Blur versus Oasis? Who's who? You're. Oh, Blur, Blur. Mm. Fair, yeah. fair. And I mean, I'm. I also like Oasis, but um, Blur for sure. And I even, you know, like more present day or mid two thousands, late two thousands um, 
Britpop as well. So a, a little birdie told me that you actually are mu something of a One Direction enthusiast. Is that correct? Correct. I have seen One Direction in concert um, many times. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you've taken multiple directions to get to correct. One Direction. Correct. Now, last but not least, we have the comptroller of choir. It's Suli. Hello, Suli. Hello. Now, how did you come by the illustrious title of the comptroller of choir? Well, I'm a choir teacher as part of my job and something I've been doing since I was like 10, uh, just being in choir. And then uh, I also am acutely aware of my abilities and their limits. And so I didn't want to strive for anything that implied like a God-given talent, like royalty or even the uh, charisma that it would take to become a head of state. But like a comptroller seems like someone who like, they put in the time and effort and eventually the party rewards them with this post that no one's really sure what the hell it does, but like, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> so you're content being a functionary is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, I am. I mean, hooray for bureaucracy. <laughs> Loyal comrades. Take note. <laughs> Y'all, this is, see, I feel like these are the stories that, that changed me forever. Uh, yeah. Before we begin, we do need to figure out our playing order. So I'm going to ask you all for the last number in the year of your birth. Kat, what is the last number in the year of your birth? One. Dan? Seven. Suli? Eight. All right, that means that Kat will be going first. Dan will be going second, and Suli will be going third, and we're gonna keep that playing order throughout the entire game. And before we start round one, let me remind you, you're going to hear a clip, and then you'll need to tell me the name of the song and the artist. In round one, you'll get one point for each correct answer, meaning you can get two points per clip. And if you are stumped, you can ask for one half of the answer, and then you'll get a point for asking for the other, uh, then you'll get a point for correctly guessing the other half. Before we start round three, there will also be a special question for the contestants in second and third place that will give them a chance to earn some extra points, but we'll get to that later. And at the end of the game, we are going to be distributing prizes. Sarah, tell them what they're going to win. In addition to inestimable glory and our highest esteem, you mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously that's the prize that can't be topped, but then there's other stuff too. That's it, let's start the game, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm actually thrilled to report that we have acquired one entire parcel of banned pins featuring artists of yesteryear from AHA to ZZ Top. Our third place finisher will receive one of these pins. Our second place finisher gets two and our top player gets five of these Ooh, pins. Five pins, y'all. We're using the stocking stuffers, but know this about them. Buncey has pre-randomized the prize packages, so if you get a band you hate, blame the universe and or <laughs> not me. I would like to point out that we are recording this on Zoom, so I was able to see that Kat just showed off a bag that already has some pins on it, so I think oh. that we know where your pins might go, Kat. Yes, I love pins, especially band pins, and I have them, I use them on all my bags, all my jean jackets, like a total nerd. Oh, I'm very excited thing. about this. I was prize. actually known for this. My yearbook had like a whole thing that it was like Bunting's rotating pins. This is what happens before you start having sex. Anyway, Suli just, just held up a pin that has his own name on it. What's that say? And, oh, wait, wait, wait. Look at the what it says there. It rhymes says Suli rhymes with Julie, and your pronouns he, him, his. Suli, yes. Right. 
actually, could you, could you make one I for all of us? That, <laughs> I wear that literally at every, I, it started out contra dancing, but now I like wear it at every, um, like random social events I go to and I feel like a giant nerd until people are like, thank you. Now I don't have to feel bad not knowing your name. <laughs> Honestly, y'all, I am a firm believer that name tags should be worn at all times because mm-hmm. I, I, I have had so many experiences in my life where I forget people's names and then I feel bad. But I know all of your names and uh, now it's time to get started with round one. Kat, are you ready? Yes. Okay, so again, you're going to be hearing a clip and I want you to tell me the name of the song and of the artist. You can ask for a hint on either side. Sarah's gonna be keeping track of the scores. Here is your first clip from round one, the hits of 1991. (laughs) (laughs) All the limits of audio that face art. Um, It is Brian Adams and it is um, everything I do, I do for you. One of the worst songs to ever go to number one. <laughs> that, that That is correct in a lot of ways, but yes. in the most important way, it's also correct for two points. <laughs> so Dan, let's see what you think about the song that is your first question in round one. Uh, I like that song very much, and that is uh, Delight, Groove is in the Heart. That is correct. I believe that might be the only top 10 hit that has ever used the word succotash. Uh, I can't speak to that, but would anyone like a Sarah point for identifying the second voice in that clip? Uh, Q-tip? Oh, or are you just taking people's Sarah points now? <laughs> I don't know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One Sarah point for you. Yes. I think it's Q-tip. <laughs> What's that? Thank you, I don't know. host of this music quiz. <laughs> uh, oh. yeah, that's correct. All right. Now, Suli, are you ready for your first question in round one? I am so ready. I don't think I'm ready for this, but here we go. And touch me. Hold me close, don't ever let me go. More than words. Is it more than words by Surface? It, it's a, no, not Surface. Um, extreme! Yes, yes, you corrected yourself before I was able to say anything, so we're going to give you full credit. Two points. Suli, two points for you. All right, y'all, this is a very strong showing so far for round one, but let's keep it going. Kat, here is your next question. There were so many songs that sounded like this in 1991. Would it be helpful to hear the clip again? Yes, please. Put it down in your time. <laughs> don't keep singing. Yeah, don't. <laughs> no. Hey, Q-tip, Ch- chill out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say I don't remember the name or the band. Sorry. 
Would it help you to get a hint? You are a, you are entitled to one. Oh, that's right. I will have a hint about the song title. The name of the song is Someday. Oh, Mariah Carey. Yes. Good for one. That is good for Thank one you. point. And a good reminder that the hints are always here. Uh, and sometimes they take us back to that music video where the kid is playing the big plastic yes, tub as a drum. And that was the first Mariah Carey song in which she really showcased her whistle note. And I can remember- Yes, of course. I can remember obsessively waiting for the end of the video when she would just do that note. So- You guys pulled a really good clip. <laughs> Thank you. Because um, I didn't recognize that part of the song, but now it's all coming in my head. Okay. Yes, it's all flooding in. Um, now, Dan, Talisman and Folk Rock, are you ready? Sure. Here we go. That is the Divinals, I Touch Myself. That is correct. And I want you to know that when that song was first came out, I thought the line that we just heard, you're the one that makes me come running, was her saying, you're the one that makes me go money? Which yeah. I just decided made sense. Yeah. I mean, euphemisms take strange forms sometimes. <laughs> Sarah, did, did you go money last night? I did. Twice. That's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Suli, are you ready for your next clip in round one? We're about to find out. <laughs> uh, so Suli, you seem like you were almost uh, angry at, at at this clip. Oh well, like no, I'm not. I'm not angry. Actually, so this is like when I when I was studying for this, this is one of like maybe actually I knew more. I knew like seven, and this is one of like two I knew the artist and the song before I had ever like had to even look at a top 100 chart. Yeah, this was Baby Baby by Amy Grant. That is 100% correct. I, I also like, just watch me say that all and then be wrong. <laughs> <You're> like, and, <laughs> and we're like, no. Oh, fuck, just pour it out. <laughs> and you're like, this is docking. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is, I want to fuck you about like an animal by Nine Inch Nails. Um, <laughs> Amy Grant, also the very first concert I ever went to of my own volition without my parents taking me along. So, yeah. Mm, and well. the morning after I saw this show, I woke up with the flu, but I made it to the show, y'all. <laughs> and I got a McDonald's su chocolate sundae on my t-shirt that night, too. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, <clears throat> Miss Ms. Kat, Duchess of, uh, Duchess of Britpop, are you ready for your last question in round one? Yes. That is EMF. Unbelievable. Yes. Correct. You better believe it that it sure is. One of, the, one of the greatest, most signature songs of the entire 90s, I would say. I was a junior in college when this came out, so, you know. Mm. With, for some reason, some, like, random Jersey dude in the middle being like, that's unbelievable. Like, well, no, but that's, uh, that's Andrew Dice Clay. No, it really is. It's Andrew Dice Clay. Like, they actually oh, used really? his voice. Yes. Yeah. Never knew that. So, uh, just to make that song even more tied to the early 90s. Oh, my God. <laughs> Little Miss Muffet. <laughs> Banned from MTV. Oh, bitch. Uh, like, I, I hope to be someday. All right, Dan, are you ready for your last question in round two? 
Sharon. I mean, I don't mean that. I mean your last question in round one. Oh, that too. And there are no guns, no bombs, and no disease. That is uh, Bette Midler from a distance. Yes, it is for two Not points. Not enough distance, in my opinion. Oh, and uh, I just feel like that is a song that taught us all how to emote. And Suli, are you ready for your last question? And in fact, the oh. final question in round one. I so am. Also, shout out Bette Midler, season two of The Politician. It is so good. It is so good. You know mm -hmm. what? We see and praise you, Bet. still keeping it real in 2020. All right, Suli, here is your last question in round one. Fuck, can I hear it again? I think I know it. Yeah. Yes. I think it's Motown Philly Boys to Men. Yes, it is! Nice pull. All right, that brings us to the end of round one. Sarah, can I get a score update? I guess. Um, you have one Sarah point. <laughs> Not letting that drop. Um, and it's a very close <laughs> game otherwise. Kat has five points and Dan and Suli are tied with six points, both perfect scores. Ooh, you know what? It is still anyone's game because as we move on to round two, both parts of each question are worth two points, meaning you can get a total of four points for a completely correct answer because things are getting a little bit tougher now. Um, Kat, are you ready to kick it off with your first question in round two? I am. All right, with a four, with a possible four points on the line, here we go. <laughs> oh, um, that's uh, Paul Abdul, Power of a New Day. Um, wait, can you can you give me the name of the song again? Power of a New Day. Oh, unfortunately, it is the promise of a new day. The promise, promise of a new, of a new day. day. Very close. Of a new day. However, you are going to get two points for correctly identifying your hero and mine, Paula Abdul. I wouldn't have done get like either. another point at least for like half of the right title. I don't know. <laughs> I'd give <laughs> Thank her you, one. <laughs> I'm, I'm for it. Hey, I'm fighting for you. <laughs> oh, wait, so wait. So if is everybody? If if Sarah, what do you think? <laughs> I think I'd no. give her another point for that. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna be a bit of a hardliner and say uh, we're gonna. But two points is still earned, and that's still something to be proud of. And Mark, I would absolutely be the hardliner if I was. Doing that. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that, and uh, I see you, and I respect you. I mean, uh, the Dan, first time we tested this game, I was making people say parenthesis out loud. We didn't get the fit in the parenthesis. <laughs> yeah. Her husband is like, I respect you being a fascist, but this is too hard. <laughs> it's like complete you need to tell me and punctuation. Yeah. Is there an ironic umlaut over that Y? You better fucking say it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dan, carrying along with your first clue in round two, here we go. So many tears so much pain inside. That is Lenny Kravitz, It Ain't Over Till It's Over. Yes. Can you, 
Can you punctuate till for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I can't, also there is none. I believe uh, till it's over is in parentheses though. I believe it is not. Uh, oh. oh, see, aren't you glad <laughs> you almost lost? Just take, say take no more. Points away. <laughs> Disqualified. Disqualified. When I um, when I went on a trip to New Zealand at the beginning of this year for reasons I still don't understand, they played "It Ain't Over Till It's Over" multiple times on both the trip to New Zealand and the way back in the Air New Zealand plane. So that song is apparently the soundtrack of Air New Zealand, or it was. All right, Suli, are you ready for your first question in round two? So ready. Don't say goodnight. Say you're gonna stay forever. Okay. I really, I know it's Damn Yankees. Um, and I want to say, I want to say it's just high enough. Like nothing, not, not can you take me high enough. I think it is just high enough. You are correct for four points. Suley, well done. All right, Kat, are you ready for your first question in round two? Who knows, but yes. <laughs> I, I think you are. Can I play the, can you play the clip for me again? Again. One, two, tell me what you got. Let me slip my corner side, you slap the hip, the jackpot, grab me. Is that I've been thinking about you? No. <laughs> Would you? Hmm. It's okay. I'll I'll take the zero. I should have just asked for a hint. All right. The that is now that we've found love by Heavy D and the Boys. Oh, oh. I love that song. Episode one back in seventeen forty. Yes, as Sarah yeah. says, it's the subject of our very first episode of Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs. So if you, wow. dig, if you dig back into the time that this podcast was released on parchment paper, you will find us talking about heavy <laughs> that is, but That is a good guess. Like, I, I mean, based on these clips, I'm not sure I would get most of these. So, and that yeah, You guys are really pulling the good clips because I'm like, oh, I don't know if I knew that part of the song. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, um, especially as the rounds go on, we just want to make sure that both our contestants and our players at home have to maybe have a moment where they go, hmm. <laughs> um, so now, Dan, I wonder if you, Tallest Man in Folk Rock, will say that when you hear your clip from your second clue in round two. <laughs> Best that is, <laughs> I know. Just keep playing music, and we we need to watch Shirley dance. But uh, okay, yeah. that is, um, I like the way the kissing game by High Five. Yes, and I do. Song. I do appreciate that you gave us both the name and the parenthetical in that title. Well done. Although okay. The parenthetical was not noted. Turn <laughs> face. Just kidding. Okay, <laughs> All right, Suli. Here's your next question in round two. Okay, I don't think this is right, but the only, the best, well, no, because if I don't know it, I don't know it, so it will not help. Um, so Would hearing it again I, help? Yeah, why not? It's a good <laughs> Up with my butt when I would give it up. Yeah, I know that really sucks, but if you wait a while, I'll 
my my guess my best guess is Aisha by oh. another bad creation, but I that is a crap. I don't also, remember. Don't bring the Maloik by mentioning that song again, please. That is a that is a very solid guess, and if you dig back into the Massis archives, you will find an episode dedicated to um, another another bad creations playground. I think we talked about on that episode, was it not, Sarah? No, it was Aisha. It was Aisha and Jump by Chris Cross. Ryanwell Jones. Oh, but um, had all day now. Damn it. The correct answer for this was uh, "Do You Want Me" by Salt and Peppa. Oh wow! Do you want me by Salt and Peppa? I'll tell you what you want is that entire album because it's fucking great. Yeah, it sure is. And the line you put up with my you put up with my butt when I wouldn't give it up. That's right. You know what? Tell me about it. All right. Now, Kat, here is your final clue in round two. So it's Kathy Dennis. Yes, it is. Um, so, the title, so the title I'm so glad you got that <laughs> I think it's touch me baby all night long we're gonna give you that okay, okay. is it hold me baby all night long it, no it's touch me all night long without the baby oh. but I don't care that's close okay. enough I said I all am, the words <laughs> I am legitimately thrilled because in seventh grade this was my absolute number one all-time fucking favorite song I listened to it so much that I actually wore out and broke the cassette single and had to buy it again <laughs> having and spent I, a lot of time for work with the Beverly Hills 90210 prom 1993 I'm very happy that uh, that was answered correctly as well <laughs> I, I actually have in my soul a fire for Kathy Dennis that has never gone out. I have ideas about, I have things I'd love to talk about regarding her outfits, but we'll get, we'll get to that at we another need, time. We need to talk about the growing out of the bangs that was happening during shooting in 93, but first, <laughs> yes, let's continue so, with round two. But that's a full four points to Kat for Touch Me All Night Long, Kathy Dennis. And now, Dan, your final question in round two. Here we go. That was my wow. I'm just uh, no. I'm in the middle of a podcast about the history of this song. Actually, are you <laughs> oh, kidding yeah. me? Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Wind of Change by Scorpions. Yeah. Yes. Um, I swear we didn't know this in advance, but uh, good on you. You never know how life's going to help you out. Yeah. There's a there's, there's a rumor that it was written by the CIA used to infiltrate it to Russia through the scorpions at a... What? Yeah, that, that's what the whole podcast is about. It's, good it's called, was, um, called Wind of Change. You should check it out. Amazing. I was annoyed by this song, and like my boyfriend, who is younger than me, but is Russian, was listening. He's like, wait, I know this song. I'm like, how the hell do you know this song? You weren't even alive. And he's just singing along, and he's just like, this is all that, this is like Moscow to a T. You know, all there are, prostitutes and soldiers. Well... See, now see, sometimes pop music shows us a map of the world. <laughs> there it is, y'all. It's not just a game show, it's a way of life. All right, now, Suli, are you ready for your final question in round two? I don't know. Here but it comes I mean, anyway. Coming either way. So but it's, it's coming, here it is, here it is, no matter what. <laughs> Let 
I need to hear it again. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and in the morning when I kiss his eyes, he... All right, this is coming from the like long tradition. Okay, so you have to know that I wrote like little fanfics for like a lot of these songs. <laughs> and for about seven of them, it was, there was a woman, she is in a dimly lit room and there is cloth everywhere. And she is in a very flowing dress and she's mm-hmm. walking through that room. Accurate. And on the list of those seven songs, I think this one is um, Celine Dion, Where Does My Heart Beat Now? But I might be wrong. Oh no. That, yes. that is a, yes. first of all, that fanfic is perfect. Yeah. It is emotionally correct. Cat's cat is currently on her screen in Zoom and it's changing my life forever. Um, <laughs> Celine Dion's Where Does My Heartbeat Now is a wonderful song. And this was Whitney Houston's All the Man That I Need. Oh, damn it. It wasn't the like more like she wants to bone part. Demonic <laughs> <laughs> entirely, sorry. It was, okay, wait. Things I'd like printed on a t-shirt include it wasn't the she likes to bone part. Yeah. I mean, if you play um, I'm Not Afraid by Mariah Carey, that would also be known as the entire fucking song. Fair enough. Fair enough. Can I just say, um, Mr. I don't want to cry that one. I don't want to cry that one. I don't want to cry. That is a, that is a song about wanting to bone. Absolutely. Yes, Cat. From start to finish. <laughs> I used to think the words to this song, and remember you guys, I was like in college when this came out. I used to think the song, the words were and in the morning when i kiss his thighs thighs ooh i mean i i used to i used to thought i used to think she said he feels me up <laughs> he feels, he me, feels up. me up well you know what after after you've been kissing his thighs you basically things that are happening just <laughs> not lyrically <laughs> Because after you've been kissing his thighs, he is going to feel you up. I mean, pretty much. So, Sarah, now that we've reached the end of round two, may I get a score check? You may. You continue, against my better judgment, to have a Sarah point. Uh, Sully has 10 points. Kat has 11 points. And Dan has jumped out to a lead with 18 points. All right. Now, before we go into round three, Dan currently is in the lead, but... Kat and Suli, as you are our second and third plate contestants, you alone have the opportunity to play in our Stump the Producer round. Here's what that means. I'm going to, we're going to play a clip for Sarah and see if she can answer it with both the song title and the artist. And in advance of her hearing it, Kat and Suli, you have to decide, are you going to bet yes or bet no? If you bet yes, you are betting that Sarah will get at least one half of this question correct. You will get three points for every element of the question that she gets right. If you bet no, you are betting that she will get none of it correct at all. And if she gets none of it correct, you will get five points. But only if I bone the whole thing. Yes. If you bet yes, you get three points for any element that she gets correct. If you bet no and she gets all of it wrong, you get five points. And here is one clue to help you decide how you're going to make your bet. This is, a, this is the first hit from an artist whose signature hit came later in the 90s. I'm going to bet that yes, she can get, get at least part of it. All right, and Suli? I'm also going to, and not just because the math probability says to, Sarah, I believe in you. 
You All right, Sarah. Always a, bet no. On here's a possible for a playing for a possible <laughs> six points. I also just want to make it very clear: Sarah is running our board today, but this clip was delivered to her with the title "Stump the Producer." She has not heard it until now. Sarah, for a possible six points for Cat and Suli, play the "Stump the Producer" clip. <laughs> okay. It's weird that you don't think that crazy is Seal's signature hit. Ding, 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 ding. Because I think it is. I, you're probably talking about a, the Batman one. Kiss, Kiss from, from a Rose. Rose. Yes. Okay. All right. Oh, so yeah. that's six points for both. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So what is our now updated score total? Sorry, I'm making little hash marks because I'm from the past. Um, okay. <laughs> it's now a much closer game. Everybody's right in a row. Suli has 16. Kat has 17. Dan has 18. And it's Ooh. about to get crazy hard in here. I don't, never mind being able to identify the songs in round three. I was like, what's a band name? <laughs> I just want to point out again, this is the less hard version of round three <laughs> because I played this for what's my that? husband. I played, I played the original choices for my husband and for another friend of mine. And they were like, this must stop. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want some of those track lists. Like, what? What didn't make the cut? You don't have to tell us now, but I'm curious. Yeah. yeah. Can we hear them afterwards? I want to hear them. I will. Yes. Once we're off mic, I will tell you. And perhaps in the show notes of this episode, um, or maybe one day we'll release a, a bonus cut where I'll play like the de- the the sudden death round. But anyway, these songs are still pretty fucking hard. Cat, uh, we're gonna kick off round three with you. And again, now. Every question is worth a total of six points. So you will get three points for the title, three points for the artist. You still have the option of asking for a hint every single time. Here is your first clue, Cat, in round three. Living all these lonely nights without you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> this is that dude. <laughs> no. I like that. Um, he had like a. His name is real dumb. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> would it help to hear the? Would it, would it help to hear the clip again? Yes, look, play the clip again as my. Living all these lonely nights without you. And remember that you can ask for a hint if you would like. Ooh, so I went for it. I'm pulling. I'm. I think I'm pulling his name. It's. It's Timmy. Timmy T or something like that. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh my god. Ah. Um. So the clip is playing. Though. Okay, hold on. I think the cat Googled it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Possible. Judge um, it. <laughs> conspiracy theory. Uh, it's, I'm going to run out of time here. It's, um, can you give me one more try? Yes. Holy shit. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was indeed one more try by Timmy T. Cat oh. correctly I said. I never would have anyway. pulled that from that clip. My that God, Cat! I knew that one, but no, fuck. And, and I want to be clear that I said I think the cat Googled it, not Cat. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, I was not accusing her. <laughs> um, that was that was a thrill, honestly. I have to say, and what a what a glorious thing to have to have. This been is the most that Timmy T has been talked about in three years, so it's yeah, a thrill for him as well. Timmy T also had ultimate '90s mullet. I just want to say, yeah, you'll be better. All right, I, I'm I'm just the, lucky uh, I didn't drink as much as some <laughs> in 1981. I think. <laughs> uh, Suli, yes. Oh, that um, in the Timmy T One More Try music video I envisioned, it's like you can't see him at first and you're like really excited because you think this like cute boy is there. And then you round a corner and it's a middle-aged man in a mullet and you're like, well, fuck this. That <laughs> <laughs> was a lot of the early 90s. It's like him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dan. All right. Now we have your first clue in round three. That is because I love you. Parentheses, the Postman song, and parentheses oh. by Stevie B. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is, and Dan. Sarah Point, folks. That's <laughs> that's a Sarah Point for Dan. I also want to say this is one of my least favorite number one songs of the nineties. Oh, I hate awesome. it. I, I hate it so fucking much. Same. It is. The song is like, I wrote you a letter and it said that I love you. It's really horrible. I hate it. Okay. Now, Suli, thank you for giving me, for sharing in the shade, Suli. And this is your first clue in round three. Can I hear it again? Yes. And here you go. I was praying that they would bring you back to me someday. Okay. Would a okay. hint help first, also? Like, yes, it would. So I'm I'm just thinking though, like at first I got like Cincy vibes, so I'm thinking like Madonna, but then I heard the voice more and I'm like, that sounds like Wilson Phillips kinda. But then again, Wilson Phillips sounds just the fuck like Paula Abdul. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like that, but it's not Rush Rush, so I know that it's not that. Um, so Wilson Phillips, it's either, oh, is that that stupid one? It's gotta be. Impulsive. Oh, so close. You, you do get three points for Wilson Phillips, is but it, it was, it was You're In Love, yes. Which is also, um, by the way, that is the menstrual cramp commercial. You're having those feelings again. <laughs> like, I keep your yeah. friend over the anthropomorphic with the red hair. Yeah. I know you're having Light all. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I would also like to say that I, I have to just say that in 1991, Mark Blankenship would not have accepted that there was any stupid Wilson Phillips song. But in 2020, I can accept how one might see that. <laughs> oh, like I had a Wilson Phillips CD and like within seconds of hearing like those songs, I'm like, this is Wilson Phillips. Like you don't even need to like, but yeah, I don't know. Impulsive, it's, it's poorly written. It's, it's not a song. Well, that's a fair <laughs> point. All right, Kat, it was moving on. To write it. <laughs> Kat, moving on. Here is your second clue in round three. 
It looked like Jay and I couldn't believe before my eyes in the delivery room. I'm still dancing again. Can I have the clip again? Yes. It looked like Jay and I couldn't believe before my eyes in the delivery room. Would a hint be helpful? Yeah, I'm going to take a hint. Can I have the song name? The name of that song is Things That Make You Go Hmm. <laughs> Things That Make You Go Hmm. <laughs> Things That Make You Go Hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, but that's actually not. I'm not. I don't know why I'm not pulling this name. I have. I have a couple reasons why that might be. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. I'm. Yeah. It's not this. I'm just gonna say. Um, MC Hammer, it's not MC Hammer, but I just... It is not, it is C and C Music Factory. I will say that my mother-in-law bought that cassette single in 1991. Little knowing that it would help me understand that she's the coolest mother-in-law of all time. Okay, uh, Dan, here is your next clue in round three. There's the giveaway. Um, that is Sadness, which for some reason has an E after the D, uh, part one by Enigma. Yes, yes it is. I actually looked this up. It's because the song, was in, <laughs> the song was apparently inspired by the Marquis, Marquis de Sade. Marquis de Sade, that makes sense, no? Uh, also, there, this was a time when on both the album and the singles charts, weird Gregorian chants were all the rage. I had that chance, CD. Me too, by the Benedictine monks of Santo Dang. Domingo de Silos. I was more of a deep forest girl than Enigma. <laughs> the other crazy like thing about sort of people. <clears throat> the other crazy thing about Enigma is that that wasn't their only hit because Return to Innocence was a big hit too. So you never know. All right. Enigma. Are you ready, Suli, for your second clue in round three? We're gonna see. I'm I'm one for two on knowing the previous two. So I don't know. It's fifty fifty shot. Take it away. Oh, I do know that song. Uh, can I hear it again? Yes. Um, what's the title? The name of that song is Temptation. Oh, I have no fucking clue. Uh, Janet Jackson? No, although a fair enough guess. That is a uh, one-hit wonder by the name of Karina. Oh. And I'll Arena. also pleased to tell you that that song rivaled Kathy Dennis for my favorite song of 1991. That's why it's on mm. this countdown. We should do a This One Versus Obsession by Ann Hilton. <laughs> yeah. Thunderdome. I mean, fair point. Uh, only Richard Marx was only married to the lead singer of one of those acts, and it wasn't Karina. <laughs> okay. Also, um, the woman from Obsession was also uh, the woman who had the abortion in Dirty Dancing, Cynthia Rhodes. 
Oh yeah, I always forget about that. So there you go. Also, um, the star with John Travolta in Staying Alive, one of the best movies ever made. And the oh, lead singer in Frank Stallone's band. And well, the and the dancer the in the um, Toto Africa video. What? She oh, did it all. No. Was there <laughs> anything she could not do? Day. Yeah, I love some beer roads. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad to know so much about her. Um, Kat, here is your final clue in round three. Woody now. <laughs> Would you like to hear it again? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for a clue. Would you like the title or the artist? The song title. The name of the song is Signs. Tesla. Yes. Well done. Breaking up the, blocking up the scenery, breaking my mind. All right, Dan, here is your final clue in round three. That is Real, Real, Real by Jesus Jones. Yes, it is. That was one of my favorite Ooh. albums of that year. No Absolutely. doubt about it. Hey! Uh -huh. uh, all right, and finally, Suli, here is your last clue in round three. Um, I'm going to say this only because this is the candy flossiest like song that ever was in that it enters my brain and I could not sing you a line. Love of a Lifetime by Firehouse, even though it's probably not right, but it has that same rock sound of like the song you can never I mean, sing back. I like your logic. Yeah. You know, and honestly, it's a very fair guess. And those two songs are basically the same, but this is Something to Believe in by Poison. Uh, but I do want to say, Suli, for someone who was, I don't think, even alive in 1991, is that correct? Okay, I was three. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so for someone who was not yet cognizant of the world in 1991, I would say you've done quite an excellent job. And in fact, well, all three you. of you have done, all three of you have done a wonderful job. Sarah, what are our final scores? Our final scores are as follows. Receiving one randomly selected band pin is Suli with 19 points. Receiving two band pins is Kat with, I can't add, 26 points. And our five pin champion is Dan with, that's a lot of hash marks, 36. I believe that that Ooh. might be a perfect score for Dan. I uh, think it probably is. It well is. done. All Thank right. Well, um, congratulations. And also note, Dan um, also got a Sarah point. And I guess someone else might have gotten a Sarah point if I hadn't jumped in and said Q-tip. <laughs> now, you can get that Sarah point. We don't know how those are going to play out as the season goes on. 
<laughs> well, I think that perhaps, Sarah, for one last Sarah point, we can invite um, the contestants to play the tiebreaker, yeah? Indeed, since we do not okay. need it for tie-breaking purposes, everybody is uh, eligible. We are only looking for the song title from this clip. Um, anything else to add or contextualize, Mark, or do we just play the bitch? Just know that we're going to be looking to see who screams it out first. <laughs> All right, you have to look. Yeah, I'm going to do okay. it. I will listen. Together, we can. You got the horn, so why don't you blow it? Green, my friend. Yes. Dan is correct. That is Cream by Prince and the New Power Generation, a song that got me in trouble in my friend's uh, mother's car when we were like, no, it's fine. We should listen to the radio. There won't be anything dirty. And this was the first song oh, they yeah. played. <laughs> well, again, Dan, <laughs> Kat, and Suli, thank you all for being such wonderful contestants. And again, Dan, congratulations for receiving five, five, five band pins. Thank and you so much. <laughs> Remember, listeners, if you want to play Mark and Sarah quiz about songs, all you have to do is become a patron of Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs at patreon.com slash Mastus. We'll quiz you later. Thanks for playing. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.